Hey, I'm Ramya, and this is the Charlotte Storytellers Podcast. We're a storytelling group that meets every week in Charlotte, North Carolina, to play silly improv games and workshop stories on a theme. Today's story is brought to you by Amelia and myself. So the really cool thing about this is that I'm sitting in Charlotte, and Amelia is sitting in L.A., and somehow we're able to record this over the internet because technology is a magical, wonderful thing that brings people together, but also creates problems. Yeah, well... I think probably the problem was was human error. We were maybe goofing off too much and not paying attention. <laughs> and uh, I think that as, doesn't as, sound like us at all. No, no, no gosh, that's Never. so out of character for us. Oh my god! Yeah, it's silly. <clears throat> well, obviously, we'll never let it happen again. Never. No goofing. <laughs> no ever goofing. again. Ever again. Good <laughs> lord. Oh, I'm it's like when they canceled that cartoon on Cartoon Network, and there was mm-hmm. no more goofy. Uh, I are you trying for a pun there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know if Goofy was ever on Cartoon Network. Oh, wasn't Goofy a cartoon? Character? Yeah, but he was part of the Mickey Mouse universe, and so oh, he had his oh, own. Oh, oh. He had his own like movies and stuff. Mm. Sorry, right. <sighs> sorry. This is what happens when I try to make jokes <laughs> on American cultural knowledge because I don't have any. <laughs> You know, though, I really applaud that you're trying. Like, this is like, I I applaud that. Like, I mean, this is this is always true of you, Ramia. Like, you're always like, you you read the room. You like you you've learned the signals, and you like you're not afraid to test it out. Like, you learn a new word or you learn a new idea, and you're like, yeah, goofy. We'll throw prototype. that out there. Yeah, yeah, prototype, goofy, Comedy Central, and. <laughs> Most of the time it works and everyone's like, man, Rami is just the best. Like, she's just so on top of everything. Like, how does she even know? But then sometimes it's like, wait, Goofy? <laughs> no, no, no. Goofy was never on, on the Cartoon Network. Goofy well, preceded the Cartoon Network by probably 50 or 60 years. <laughs> on like a geological timescale, though. That's uh, a second. Oh, my God. Geological timescale. <laughs> This is oh, I miss you, Ramya. Oh, you I miss you. This also is a great uh, segue into what our podcast today is going to be about, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which was our last experience of being in the South together. It's true. Oh, yeah, being the in the South. South. Good old South. The holidays, <laughs> none like uh, also like the holidays in the South are just a sight to be seen. Truly. Right. Right. I did not really experience this part of the U.S. until I spent Christmas Eve's Eve's with your family in Uh Hendersonville, North Carolina. Population, (laughs) 13,000. I looked it up. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. And Brevard, North Carolina. Population, 7,000. Yep. Yep. Uh, And we were honored to have you there. Like, to know that this was, like, your first sort of Christmas... Um, like southern american christmas experience was like i mean yeah we were honored well i was honored to be there because i don't think it really sunk into me how big of a deal christmas was until i i was like oh yeah i'm just gonna show up to tim and amelia's family's places and like we'll hang out like i didn't i didn't realize that it was like no this is a big deal like christmas is a very sacred time well, yeah. I mean, the movies don't lie. It's a it's an important time of the year. That's why we have so many terrible Christmas movies. And yeah, just like 
terrible Christmas. Like Christmas starts in October here. We're ridiculous. We love Christmas. It's, it's yeah. dumb. Transition yeah. from Halloween into Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't like that. Honestly, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday, if I'm honest. Oh, yeah. yeah. I love Thanksgiving. It's so great. But Why Christmas, do you like it more? Uh, the food and just like the fact that there's not the pressure. There's like there's no gifts. There's no like pressure. Mm, of, yeah. It's not as religious as Christmas. Christmas uh, comes with all this like heavy religious weight behind it. At least in my family's, it does. And Thanksgiving, you just it's just a time to get together and relax and hang out and eat, eat really good food. Yeah, eat, it doesn't have to be turkey, but yeah, eat really good food and and just like play games and just catch up and I don't know. Plus the fall is really beautiful in Western North Carolina. Like the, the leaves are like really, really gorgeous that time of year. So that's true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so speaking of food, um, mm. mm-hmm. my, yeah. my favorite memory that I told every about everybody about, uh, the instant I got back from <laughs> your family's Christmas Eve's Eve's party. <laughs> this party was themed BYOP. Bring your own potato. Is this a Rhymer, Rhymer slash Lauder family thing? We, uh, because there are so many people in my family, we have many unconventional parties. Like we have rather unconventional meals because there's just like so many people to feed. There's like forty, over forty people, and seriously, it's them, like a room full yeah. of Rhymers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Half of them are under the age of fifteen. <laughs> So we have to find a food that will feed, that children will be okay with as well as adults. So yeah, BYOP is not, and also like my family is very religious again. And so they're like, BYOB, bring your own beer would never be a thing. So it's kind of a little tongue in cheek, like, ha ha, BYOP, (laughs) y'all, bring your own Bring your own potato, you know. And everyone is so sweet and, like, caring that it it's sort of seems like it's not just, like, bring your own potato, but also, like, bring enough potatoes for at least, like, 20% of the party. And everyone does that. Everyone right. brings. So there's, everyone like, brings. potatoes galore. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's it's never a shortage. totally overrun. Oh, wow. That, <laughs> that was too much. That that was, ooh. Uh, yeah, no, there's the never a shortage. Loaded. Oh my God! Stop! I can't! I can't! <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. So moving okay, on. Focus, focus. So, yeah, there's so never a shortage of food. Yeah, which is wonderful because as a vegetarian from Dubai, like BYOP, like doesn't mean anything to me, and I also don't know how to make a baked potato, so I walk in empty-handed. But the fact that you are from Dubai, uh, your family is originally from India that you are an engineer, that you, like, all of these things, that you're a a female engineer, all of these things that are very foreign to my family, just the fact that you were willing to come in and, like, be there with my family and let the kids meet you and, like, have my family meet you, it was, like, I was excited about that. But also very nervous. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, so you had tried to, like, describe some of this to me before, and, like, I just, I kind of didn't get it. Like, I intellectually, like, got it. Um, but emotionally, mm-hmm. I was like, no, it's great. Like, Amelia is such a wonderful person. Like, Amelia's family would like, be really wonderful also. And they were. I felt so welcome. So I walk in, and someone hands me one of the many potatoes galore in a plate. And I was like, oh, this is wonderful. And then my second thought was, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I am very nervous, as I said, that you're meeting my 
you know, very Southern, very Appalachian family. I, I really shouldn't have been because they are the kindest, most gracious people. But, you know, sometimes they say things and they don't realize what they're saying is maybe offensive or strange or anyway. So I was nervous and I, I you come in and I'm like, yeah, just make yourself a baked potato and come sit down with me. And I didn't want to follow you around. I didn't want to make you feel like I was hovering. <laughs> I, I wanted to give you space because I, I mean, you absolutely can handle shit on your own. Like I didn't want you to sort of feel like I was like, I, yeah, like protecting you. So I, I leave you to make your baked potato because I, it never occurred to me that there would be an issue with making the baked potato. Because you're never a wonderful person and you're very considerate <laughs> and you're Aww. like, Aww. care about like giving me the space Aww. that I need in the situation. Ram, yeah. Oh. Yeah. This whole podcast is just us being like, no, you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, listeners, if you're getting tired of <laughs> Sorry, listeners, Rami and I haven't seen each other in like love. a few weeks, and we're just like, we're miserably sad without each other. So just it's that's true. It. It's true. <laughs> okay, go on. Okay, so, so I um, have been given this wonderful potato and this plate, and um, I'm not really sure what to do. But since I've moved to the States, like I've walked into a, a lot of rooms and been given things and not been sure what to do with them. And I've gotten pretty good at figuring it out because assimilation. <laughs> so I look around the room and I see people carrying plates with potato with stuff on it. So I unwrap my potato, I put it on the plate and I start to put all the stuff on it. Sour cream, cheese broccoli like this thing is beautiful by the time i'm done I, I remember i sat down next to you and holly across the table was like oh like that should be on the cover of bon appetit <laughs> yeah <laughs> my sister-in-law was there yeah and yes she, she appreciates no she appreciates beautiful food like you fooled us all like we i looked at your potato <laughs> and i was like yeah you got your potato and i was so happy that you were able to find all the food that you would want like that there was no like, cause that's always an issue. Like there's all in the South, there's always meat involved. There's like <laughs> ham hock is cooked into the vegetables or something, you know, like yeah. there's always meat. Uh, I don't even know what that is. doesn't matter. There's ham. They cook, sometimes they cook vegetables with ham. And mm -hmm. so it's okay. like, but none of that happened. It was all very fresh and like, well, it was, you know, as fresh as it could be. And, and, uh, <laughs> so I was excited. And then, uh, <laughs> we start talking and we're sitting with my aunt, Debbie, who I'm very close to and aunt my mamma. And mamma. Mamma yeah. Connie, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, also, so and like, I'm being a little antisocial because I'm like so focused on this potato and like trying to eat it <laughs> because BYOP. And like the more and more I try to eat it, the more of a nightmare it is. It's like rolling around. I can't barely get potato onto the fork, let alone into my mouth. Yeah, and I'm trying to facilitate conversation between you and my, like, you know, Appalachian grandmother who is, like, very <laughs> Southern and, like, still sometimes refers to the North as the Northern aggressors. Like, like she, yeah, yeah. And my Aunt Debbie, who I love so much and is, like, the sweetest, funniest person. Uh, and so I'm trying to, like, engage you in conversation with these women. And I realize that something's not okay because normally like you're all about like yeah tell me about that and oh that's so interesting but i i realized this and then i looked down <laughs> and you've managed to eat some of your potato but it looks like a like a river barge like <laughs> you've eaten like the top half of the potato all of the all the, of the fixins like the sour cream the cheese the broccolis everything has been eaten off the top and now 
it's just <laughs> a flat potato. And you look at me and we, we lock eyes and there's just this look of like, I don't know, oh, like, no. like helplessness. Like, yeah, like helplessness or like, like you're like, I tried with the look in your eyes. <laughs> like, I tried. Like, I'm sorry, Amelia. I totally did this wrong. I'm not even sure what part is wrong but it's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> I know. And in that moment, I felt so much. I felt terrible. Like I felt worse no. than I ever felt. I was like, oh no, I abandoned her. Like this, I was, <laughs> the whole time I was trying, I was like trying to anticipate your needs, but I was thinking very much like relational conversations, like who should I introduce her to first? And how should I like frame this? And like, who, you know, which, what do I start with? She's a storyteller. She's a, you know, what do I do? And I never occurred to me to think about like the <laughs> basics of just food, just like you would need to understand how to make this dish that is so common in our family, but like a completely American foreign concept for anyone who is like not grown up here. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's a food uh, staple and mm. uh, mechanically is a complex thing. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to the conclusion that you have to cut the potato first before <laughs> you can put stuff on it to be able to eat it. Like, that is kind of an ingenious thing. Like, as an engineer, I structurally, like, really appreciate that concept. Especially having done my first prototype completely wrong. <laughs> Just like Goofy. Actually, that's a spot-on reference. It was a little bit like a Goofy thing to do. <laughs> No, it, I mean, it was fine though. And you know, it's like, it's really a testament to like, well, okay. So, uh, I used to teach writing and rhetoric, right? And one of the things we talked about was discourse communities and like, there are communities that have, I mean, and it's any culture, every culture is a discourse community, right? Like you have a certain language, you have a certain way of communicating and you share cultural things and you sort of feel like you innately understand them. And when someone enters that community from outside, they have to learn those that lexicon those, that, that lexicon exactly right, and so right, right. and you're like a genius at that you know for example <laughs> i mean sometimes you 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 slip up like goofy being on the cartoon <laughs> network which he may have been like goofy may have once appeared on the cartoon network i i, I we'll have to google who knows, that one. Who knows? but but like yeah like you're pretty much a genius at that and so in this moment like you were doing the classic like fake it till you make it like use the language that you're picking up until you understand perfectly how it, how it works. But until then, you just have to throw it out there and try. And like, same thing with the baked potato. Like, <laughs> I just got, I'm going to make it look perfect. It's going to, it's going to look absolutely like everyone else's potato, but it was like missing the key. And I, and I'm, and that's my fault. I, as your friend, I should have like helped you. No, and, no, like, not I mean, like, but the thing is like, how could you have known? Like, because we have that shared language, most of the time we are on the same page or we think we're on the same page because we have you know, almost like the aesthetic sensibility of being on the same page. Absolutely. These gaps are not, you know, neither of us can really know where the gaps are until they're like, bang, like hit us right in the middle. (laughs) Until they're rolling around on our plate. (laughs) (laughs) Looking somewhat like a barge. (laughs) They just barge in on us. Oh my God. Yeah, they do, but they do. And it's so true. That's exactly what happens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so true. And it's true. Aesthetically, like you can't tell the difference. Like we are, it's a perfect baked potato on the outside, but then sometimes we we are missing some key things yeah 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 i mean the same thing happens so my uh my job is user experience 
design, right? And that's like mm-hmm. designing mm-hmm. software and going out and showing people um, prototypes yeah. of stuff to see if they can use it. And um, th- this sort of thing happens a lot where you go out and you like ask someone to do something and because they like tap the right places, you're like, oh, they understand what the concept of this like thing is that I'm showing them right now. But like recently I went out to um, this, this store to test this app that I was building for um, that store. It was like a retail coupon app. And I'm showing this woman this thing and like she seems to like get the idea of coupons and like clipping them. And like it's all it all seems to be like, you know, she gets it. She's sinking in. And so I asked her where she might go to change the notifications, um, like the notification settings that she gets from the store. And she goes, notifications? I wouldn't do that from here. I do that from the settings app on my phone. It's where I keep all my bitches. (laughs) Man, I got so many bitches. And I'm like, what? Like, what does that mean? You know? (laughs) <laughs> I totally thought, you know, we were totally on the same page. You understand and perceive your phone just the way I do. We have all the shared language. And then, like, the bitches come in. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> like the, the abrupt record scratch. Like, oh, yeah. what? <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, I feel like we could spend hours trying to decode what that means. Like what I mean, would you maybe she calls all of her apps bitches like because they're like they do what she says. Maybe it's like some sort of like uh, that's where I keep my bitches like like, you know, Twitter is her bitch. Instagram is her bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Taking taking an agency with digital technology. Yeah, I feel like we could we could work for again, discourse communities. I feel but it is like that's that's at the root of it. Yeah, that's a smaller discourse within our larger discourse. Yeah. And it's so easy to presume that we're on the same page again, because of the aesthetic sensibility of like the way you use this seems to be the same way that I'm using it. Like because Mm -hmm. you like portray the right, you know, tapping behaviors right that doesn't necessarily mean like we have the shared like ontological concept of right settings or notifications right or even just yeah yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so so you were making that potato your bitch and <laughs> <laughs> and no but but it, it was i didn't realize until i looked down and saw the sort of potato barge that you had created on your plate <laughs> that i that I realized what that I had, and again, as your friend, I felt that I had done you a disservice because I I truly believe that in like those moments that it's the job of the person who understands that culture or who at least has has that dis like understands the discourse, right? It's the job of that person to sort of welcome the the non the non member in. So it's my job to be like helping you understand and and like I I hadn't I hadn't done that. So. Well, like, I don't to an extent um sure like especially if the the question is like put in front of you like hey how do i blank right um but on the other hand as someone who like comes into this environment like part of the responsibility is on me to if i want to succeed in this new environment to be able to figure out like how to master whatever that discourse community is Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right so like you could have but like but I, I could mean, have asked. What do I yeah, do you could have asked. Yeah, yeah, you could have asked. That's true. That's true. Oh man, I would have loved it if you had asked like one of my cousins <laughs> or like my my uncle Tim. I just hear I just hear from across the room somebody <laughs> exclaim, "You never had a baked potato? <laughs> you ain't never had a baked potato before? <laughs> hey, y'all, she ain't never had a baked potato. <laughs> if 
Amelia, Amelia. Where'd you find her? <laughs> no, more like, how come you ain't never fixed this girl a baked potato before? <laughs> it's on me. It's on me. Well, but but have skin in the game. So, yeah, really. yeah. So skin. so then so then I was mortified and so upset. And I think Mama even did say, "Have you never had a baked potato?" <laughs> I think. And then I was like, "No, forget forget that potato. We're gonna throw that that potato away. I'm gonna help you make." A new potato, and so we got a much smaller potato because again there was a good amount of potato. Right, that's true. But I, I still, I felt like that I, it was my job now to teach you how to make a baked potato. <laughs> I couldn't not show you how to do it. So then we had a baked potato making lesson, which I hope wasn't too awkward. No, it was very <laughs> instructional. So um, for listeners in the audience who don't know how this works <laughs> essentially you cut the potato in the middle you like you, you don't just like cut it in two you make like a kind of a divot like sort of like you um lacerate with a <laughs> the top section and then kind of squeeze it between your fingers so you have a yeah, i would of, like, say gap. i would say you create a perforation you create a potato skin perforation mm, yes with your fork yes yeah. Mm-hmm, oh, that is mm-hmm. the right word for it. Yeah, yeah. That that is is the essence of this discourse community. <laughs> so yeah, so you make your potato skin perforation, uh-huh. and then I prefer to squeeze the ends of the potato and push it open because then you sort of get like a lot of like the potato sort Reading of pushes. Hole. Yeah, and yeah. and the potatoes all sort of like come away from the skin a little and push in, and you sort of get if you just cut straight down, you end up with like two stark walls of potato and you don't really want that you want it to all kind of issues honestly yeah 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 yeah. you you want to kind of mesh your ingredients so i push the two long ends together and at that point that's when you add in your ingredients and there's a there's actually we did something kind of fancy fancy yeah we we took some uh we took a little bit of butter and we put it on the inside and a little salt oh we took some cheese yeah and then we melted like we put it on the like we put the cheese on the potato in the little divot part and then we put it in the microwave right so like, yeah a little like melty and gooey yeah and put all the stuff on top of it yeah it was mm. you can find the storytellers on twitter or instagram under at clt storytellers that's it thanks for listening in today special thanks to ben rose for composing the sweet intro beats